Listen to this. Sakawani, the flying winger. Here's Brad Evans. It's Steve. It's Steve. Who is it? It's Brad Evans. <laughs> Happy days are here again. Turning with a drive. It's Steve Zakawani. Evans with the left foot. He's an attacking threat, Brad Evans. This is so weird. The party has started. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Side by Side. And the mood is just different. I mean, when you get three points, and I think especially the way the Sounders did it, um, come from behind, win at home to Houston, I think it's just boosted the morale of everyone around these parts. Um, so we'll look at that. Another big one, and to be honest, they're all going to be big ones between now and end of the season. Um, Austin comes to town. That will be match number 30 of the season which will leave just four more for the Sounders. And despite the big win, still on the outside looking in. But we can spread some positivity today because that win was quite impressive. Um, Brad, you went on the court, on the court nothing. Mm. So you watched from home, I assume. Yeah. Um, so, okay, your perspective watching it from home. We were in the stadium, maybe a different one, but what did you see in that game? No, I, th- I, uh, I mean, desperate in a good way. Um, you know, kind of threw everything that they could to, to get a result. And we talked about it beforehand, is that that's what they had to do. Have to. Yeah. Um, and then if you look at the previous results, you're kind of, you walk into that locker room kicking yourself like, yeah. why didn't we leave everything on the field in the last 45 minutes and just push, push, push yeah. and, and get that extra goal? And the goals were a bit unconventional. And then obviously you miss a penalty kick and you're scratching your head like, oh boy, is this it? Yeah. We're going to go down and, and, and Houston's going to grab one late and come yeah. out of here. But Credit to the Sounders for having that mental wherewithal to, to push through that. And eventually, you know, Freddie um, yeah. tallies his goal at the end, which is great. But you look back at, it's just been so close, right? Yeah. The, yeah. The, the 3-2 loss, yeah. 2-1 loss, the 3-3 result in LA was, was a decent result. Yeah. Uh, that's always a tough place to play. And then 2-1 home to Salt, Salt Lake, Lake right, and yeah. then at Atlanta 2-1. And it's just, you're hard pressed to look through this. Yeah. And the only blowout is, you know, yeah. against Portland. Yeah. Right, and that's it in the whole entire season. That's it. You can't even look at the schedule and say, yeah. "Man, these guys just got blown out." They've got 15 losses and they got blown out. It's mental yeah. at that point. It's yeah. not because they're playing bad. They have good players to get results, um, and that's a testament to looking at the schedule and saying, "Okay, if we didn't have the right players, we'd be losing four nothing here, three right. nothing yeah. there, five nothing here." Right? Some of the teams have have taken those lumps this year. DC yeah. United, right? Teams like that. Yeah. But to come out of even playing bad and, and, and only losing by one goal, it's like, it's mental at that point. Either got, either the guys in those games are checked out a little bit um, or they're they're still reeling off of that yeah. Champions League result. Not, not really we, sure, but we a good result. We want to talk about the Sounders, obviously, but we on the broadcast were saying before the game that Houston, probably no pressure, probably out of the playoffs, yeah. and you're playing for jobs. Were you surprised a little bit by how, I mean, they did nothing after they scored. Yeah. Like, and I, I couldn't believe it. I yeah. said, and to be honest, standing by their coach, and we played against him, obviously, like, Gamora, we know, kind of intense guy. Yeah. He was trying to get his team to go. So it wasn't him. Well, no, someone on the field needs to take Yeah, off. he was like, go. Yeah. Like, it, it was, I mean, they were so passive, they didn't try to attack, and I just couldn't believe it. So did their approach yeah, surprise you a bit for an MLS yeah. team? I mean, you have nothing to lose. Yeah, you're sitting back. I mean, guys need to, like you said, play for contracts. You've got five games left in the season. And, you know, the Sounders have never really been in that position, saying, right. okay, we, got, we know we're out of the playoffs. There's nothing to lose. Let's just go. 
And I think that we've faced teams like that in the past, and they've played more free, and they've just gone exactly. for it. Right? <laughs> Even if you made two or three subs. Exactly. Uh, Steve, yeah, I, have was, really stat, I have a good stat. I have a good stat to like uh, kind of describe what you're talking about, how Houston uh-huh. just gave up in the second half. In the first half, expected goals, which is everyone's favorite stat now. Keith Costigan makes us put it on the he stat graphic the every time yeah. now. He's like, make sure expected goals is there. First half, our expected goals was 0.6, theirs was 0.4. Second half, ours was 1.7, theirs was 0.04. It, it, I, I, I was in shock. I mean, you know, it's been a long time since I've been down the sideline. First, you forget how fast the games are. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit, fast. There was one more that came into a Tensio, and I'm like, this is no way. And he just brought it down, no problem, sprayed it. Yeah. I mean, I kind of believe. So you're not going to go back out there? I, no, I, I can't be going to be on that pitch. I'm like, this is too fast. How is it so fast? So. I give you that. Houston disappointed me, but let's put them to the side. Um, the Sounders played okay-ish, I think, and then I think Freddie. I've never seen Freddie. I mean, I don't know what happened to him. I don't know what it was. I mean, he was... Well, something's going on with Freddie because he's been more vocal on social media, too. Yeah. So yeah. either yeah. he's yeah. playing for a contract <laughs> yeah. or he's playing for a coaching role with, yeah. with a team. I don't know what it is, but it seems like Freddie always does this, right? Yeah. He gets into a situation where, oh, maybe I'm not going to play that much. And then you get towards the end of the season, you got a little extra that guys don't have in the tank. Yeah. And then it shines through, right? But, yeah, receiving the ball, dictating pace of game, getting on the end of things inside the box. That's where he's so dangerous. Yeah. And then it's just yeah. a dink header and, and a class finish. Yeah. And uh, from him, yeah, uh, fantastic. And does that change things for the Sounders now moving I, forward? Yeah, I think you can buy another week of him being a super sub. You see, but if the team struggles again, I think you – now they're playing two forwards. I think you've got to find a way to maybe um, incorporate him if you have a two-forward system. Well, we talked times. about a couple of weeks ago. Is, is, is this Nico moving out wide now? On the left? I couldn't believe it. It worked, but when Schmester did it during the game, I was like, something, he's probably there because a corner was taken. And he's, mm-hmm. I was like, there's no way. Five minutes, ten minutes, he's still on the left. And it actually worked really well. Nico was crossing, right. he tucked inside. Again, can you start a game that way? Maybe a team that's not um, Houston sitting back. If you're going to LAFC, do you want Nico and Nico on the same side? Probably not. And who's attacking? Nico's not going to come back. So I don't know, but it worked. I, I, I don't understand the Jordan on the right. I don't get it. I, I, I don't get it. You don't, don't like it? I think he should be on the left. Um, I don't know. Jordan's tendency to come in off... I mean, we've talked about this yeah, a million yeah. times. He doesn't stay yeah. wide. That's so right. at some point, you either say, stay wide, or we're going to have to switch things up. Because yeah. if you're not producing for five or six games, what are we supposed to do? Yeah. And if you're not going to listen to us saying, stay wide, stay wide, then we have to switch some stuff up. Yeah. And so for him, I, I still think he can produce from the right. I yeah, mean, you saw it last week too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it takes takes touch, touch, touch. Yeah. Pushes it down the line. We get a cross goal. Yeah, that's from, fair. From uh, from Raúl, so I yeah. still think he can be incredibly dangerous. Yeah, um, yeah, and I don't think that left backs are as good as right backs in our league either. Mm. And so I think he might have more success more so yeah. down this stretch, maybe getting getting in and in, in behind. Because so I remember Robbie was here. You know, a couple of years ago, and, and yeah. their big thing when Gonzo was here too was getting into the danger zone, right? Yes. Getting into the 18. That's where all their goals were coming from. That was the entire objective that we yeah. heard about for the entire season. Get yeah. to this spot. And if you're not going to, if you haven't done it throughout the season, then, then like, something yeah. needs to change. So if Jordan can get into that spot and be successful, that that is where our goals come from on this team. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, again, Nitpicking at Schmetz at this point, I mean, it's helped Albert for sure. I think he's looked much better being higher on the pitch. Just much happier, much better. You can see a bit more of these qualities. Um, overall performance, we have to obviously talk about Luhu. We have to. Uh, he gets the first goal. 
and I didn't think. I asked him in the post game, "Why didn't you celebrate?" I didn't think. He's like, "Look, we were one one. Yeah. Like it wouldn't have felt right." Yeah. He's absolutely yeah. right. It's good maturity. That's maturity, man. Yeah, I was yeah. surprised because if this, as much as being talked about, as much as we've been doing it, whether you're five zero down. Yeah. I still think he would have celebrated, knowing. Or at least like pump up the crowd. Something, something, right? Very something for a right foot finish. But, but again, he's someone who you know has come in for criticism in terms of his final third production, etc. And I know Casey's made it a point at times. I've made it a point. Um, Gets the goal, which no, you're not going to count every week. But the assist to Freddie in particular. And I thought in general his forward play was quite good. Yeah. Um, Is. What did you make of his performance in general? And is he still someone like, again, I think the clubs in the wood things, is he someone like you're looking at for Garth and Craig and, you know, we're going to move him on after the World Cup? Or, we, 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 we is he going to be here forever? Just, or is yeah, he, let's just yeah. keep him. Yeah, yeah, let's just keep him. I don't well, know. I think from, if the Sounders have always had left backs and right backs that have been involved in the attack and yes. had production. Yes. Right? You can go down the oh, whole entire right. list. Leo, yeah. I mean, even early on, Tyson Wall to some yeah, effect, getting yeah. a couple free kicks here and there. Crossing. Leardom, too. Always good service. Yeah, Leardom. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, we get Jovan Jones, right? Yeah. Brad Smith. DeAndre. I mean, he's got DeAndre, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's always been attacking outside backs. It's kind of been a mainstay of yeah. our team. At the end of the day, if you're not getting production, then can we find someone else to sit back there and just defend? And yeah. Maybe we can sell him because he's of value. So I think that those conversations are obviously going on. And I don't even know if he wants to be here. Does he want to be here? Yeah. Who knows? Right? He's never been vocal about leaving. There's mm-hmm. never been really a rumor about him leaving. So he has to play well for yeah. someone to want him. Yeah. He can't just be here right. and, you know, yeah, the record shows everything. There's 15 losses. Yeah. I don't know if there's a team overseas that's going to say, oh, okay, yeah, you're playing for your national team when they qualified. Team was doing well, but okay, what's going on lately? What have you done for me lately? And that's the nature of the business. Yeah. Um, I will say that at that appearance at Larchmont, mm-hmm. um, uh, Marba Cowan, she's a teacher at Larchmont and she's a massive Sounders fan and she made this uh, Nuhu shorts she, she, on a cake. She told me cause, that. Because yeah. I said I would, have, I would eat my shorts at Nuhu ever Oh shorts. my God. So told me about I'm going to eat this on yeah. the broadcast this weekend. <laughs> we're using that. 100% we're using that. So Ashley has it frozen, so we'll, we'll bring that it out. Amazing. And how amazing. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So the, fa- the fans yeah. are listening, right? So I, I have to, I have to do what I have to do in Nuhu finally score. I just can't believe it's with his right foot too, I, for your first goal. Very complex. Which is funny, my first goal was with my left foot. So Austin had a massive win against um, LAFC yep. 4-1. But either side of that, there was a 2-1 loss to Minnesota. They've lost at home 2-1 to Portland. And they just got smashed 3-0 um, playing against Nashville. They're obviously a good team, obviously sitting well. Um, we have some friends there at the club. Um, what can we, I mean, is there a team that's going to come in here and try to play, sit back? I mean, they're pretty certain in the playoffs. I, I don't think they'll catch LA for the support shield. Nine points is too much in the next five games. Um, LA won't lose three, I don't think. Um, what, should, what should we make of Austin coming in? Are they coming in just to, just to, are they trying to win just to keep momentum going? Of course. Yeah, of course. I mean, if, you, if you're playing Nashville, yeah. you know, another a good team, yeah. right, came in here and did well as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the Sounders, you know, went there and lost the Wolf Games. Lost yeah, Wolf games yeah, right? So yeah. that's a good team as well. And uh, yeah. Nashville put it on them. So if I'm Austin, I'm saying, okay, let's just go in and play a solid game. Let's yeah. get back on track. Consistency has been the key for them, and they've been very consistent throughout the course of the season. And now you look at the past couple of results, yeah. and you're saying, okay, how do we get back on track so that we enter the playoffs on a good note? Mm-hmm. And out of these five five games, what can we realistically expect? I think, 
I think that they can probably win three out of the next five. Yeah. Uh, if you have a goal scorer that's got 18 that's chasing yeah. Mukhtar at 21, yeah. I mean, he's going to be fired up to score. I would assume that he's going to be pulling up from everywhere in yeah. these next five games. Um, and so I, I think... Have, I think have you seen much of him? I've seen a little bit. I, which is funny because uh, last year when we watched him, I, I didn't rate him that yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this yeah. year he's been, it, it seems like he's settled. Every yeah. touch has worked out from him. It's one of those things where when, the, when everything falls he your way, it, it just happens. Yeah. And he's yeah. had that season. Um, shoots from everywhere and, and everything yeah, seems cool. to hit the back of the net. Yeah. So he's playing confident. The team's playing well. Um, and it's good to see like Ethan Finley find his way and, yeah. and be a mainstay and... and just goes to show you, like you have to have some of these like hardworking yeah. guys in yeah. Major League Soccer. You, you can't just be you a still team yeah. of, of superstars and, yeah. and get it done that don't have any experience in this league. So, yeah. a good team. Dave Tinney's there. Chad Kalarsik's there. Aki Tajima. I mean, basically the whole Everybody. Sounder staff <laughs> yeah. is now in Austin. Is, is Tyson so, there? No, yeah, he's with the Academy. With the Academy. GM. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's no surprise that this team knows what MLS is about: consistency, fitness, staying healthy. Um, so credit to them for getting the job done. This will be a test for the Sounders. But again, next week, will we talk about the Sounders winning this game 2-0 and playing good soccer? And then we're like, oh, they're right back in the mix. Yeah. Right? That's that's what we want to talk about. Uh, is it possible? I, I think it is. I don't, we, we don't have bad players on the field. No. There's, it's not like we're sitting here talking every week like, man, we, we got to find, we gotta find a, position, a, a guy for this position that will really change our team. That's not the case. Yeah. It's just a matter of clicking and maybe with five games left they can do it and find a way to sneak in 29 games played which surprises you more only three draws or only 40 goals scored well, i think what surprises scoring. me most is the 15 losses at this point <laughs> yeah, that's, that's um, but yeah I, I i think uh the three draws yeah. it, it just shows you that yeah. you know it shows you that you can, but I think they, they go hand in hand because you're looking at these draws and you're looking at the lack of production and games played mm -hmm. from Raul. Those yeah. two things go hand in it's hand. Been 16 games. Right. Yeah. And, and, and to win a supporter shield or go after you know, a top spot in the playoffs, he has to be healthy because yeah. Mukhtar's healthy, Drusi, you know, Vasquez, yeah. all these guys have been healthy for their team that have yeah. scored 16 to 20 goals. Lo and behold, those teams are at the top uh, yeah. of the standings or they're going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. So, you go as your goal scorers do. We can talk about defense all day. The Sounders have, they still only have like a minus one. Yeah, I think, I think it's zero now. Or zero. Yeah. And so, so you're looking at goal differential, zero. and we talked about this, I mean, That's always six your months ago. One, yeah. Let's talk about goal differential. Yeah. And so it's going to be disappointing to say, man, we had a zero goal differential and still didn't make the playoffs. Or a plus one. Maybe they end up with a plus three. Mm -hmm. And so I think those two things go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, lastly on this, Going into this game, one, it's a double-sided question, um, and I have some thoughts in it too. The midfield double, the two young kids, Levi, Tensio, one, how do they do? And two, do you not change it then for this game? This yeah, week? don't change it. Just keep it? No, okay. don't change it. So they, they were fine. Yeah, push them forward. I, I still think that, I mean, push them forward in the sense, keep them moving yeah, forward yeah. As, as, a, as a duo. Um, because, I mean, why not at this point? Yeah. Uh, I, we're not leaking goals. That's not the issue. Right. We don't need someone there, really, to... Yes, we need guys to dictate the pace of the game, but I think when you have a front five moving forward or four, mm -hmm. those guys, if they just keep the ball in the attacking half and, and control the tempo of the game, then we just need two ball winners, yeah. right? It's yeah. different when we plug in João Paulo, and we could talk about this all day long until we turn blue, but yeah. when he's in there, he's the guy that dictates the pace of the game. Yeah. But right now, that... that we don't have that guy, so why not keep these two youngsters in that are ball winners, get it to the guys who can dictate the, the pace of the game. 
Lineup stays the same. Um, I'm trying to think here. Raul, I'm trying, I'm trying to think. How does, how does he look to you guys? He looks checked out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of seems over it right now. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I mean, I, from when Garth was sitting in here, like everyone's contract was picked up for next yeah. year. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not sure He's what you what yeah. you have to uh, to be upset about. Maybe it's your body. Maybe you're just not feeling good. Um, but man, when you're you got to be the best player on the field. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately and fortunately, like that's your job. Is yeah. If you're the highest paid player, you better be the best player every single week yeah. on, on the pitch. Yeah. And we should be able to say that every week. Okay, he was, he was still lights out this week. Or he at least kept the ball for it's us and got other yeah. guys involved yeah. and, and did the dirty work and drew fouls and things like that. But, yeah, it's, it's a tough one uh, to, to watch it from the outside. A guy who last year was chasing a record yeah. and uh, now is – we're asking question of, okay, what's going on? Mm. Um, but maybe it's just injury, body doesn't feel 100%. Yeah, fingers um, crossed. Hopefully. Is that also, also just like, yeah, goals? it's like the curse, like he's always been like so solid since he came here. I mean, when he came here in 2018, we were, we had a terrible start to the season and he came in and we went on this giant right. run. Well, he's brilliant, yeah. He's you know, yeah. No could just be tight, I mean, who knows. Quality. I mean, he's, he's gonna score goals, that's, that's not. Raul will be scoring goals when he's 80 yeah. years old. He yeah. He's gonna you know, play with his grandkids, he's gonna score goals. So I'm not worried about that. Just, you know, he's a guy who at this point you wanna see Yes, but we average out a goal a game. You want to see him do what Freddie Montero did. Yeah, really take over a game. Right. Again, Raul's done it many times before, but um, I just think as long as you're in a perilous situation where you can, like, if you win out, you're probably in, but you can win three of the next five and still not make it. It's just a We could win thing. out and still not make it's it. It's a weird thing to be at this club and saying that. Usually it's locked up and we'll fight for seeding. It's always in our control. Yeah, I believe six and seven is what's up for play. Top five look like they're going to be pretty clear. We'll see. Um, sound is at home to Austin. Keely, what's our broadcast info? Uh, we are on Fox 13 Plus at 4.30, 4.30 pregame, 5.08 kickoff. I know they always say five. It's always eight minutes what, what, what after the hour. About? What is that? Is that for Major League Soccer? What is that it's about? a Major League Soccer thing. I've never it's seen It's a Major League, League Soccer thing. And then for ESPN games, it's either like 25 minutes minutes or sometimes they do eight minutes <laughs> just a glimpse into my life yeah it's in England it's like three o'clock kickoff three o'clock yeah like on the dot they play but then we always advertise it as if it's like like if it's 4 25 because it's ESPN we'll say it's four o'clock yeah yeah. because you want to get all the crowd in there and everything I think this is going to come down to decision day oh you for sure so? yeah. for the sound yeah I mean I'm, you look at the, the teams in front that. of us right you've got Salt Lake you know, they play D.C. United at home. Okay, should be yeah. an easy victory. Then they have at Austin, home against Cincinnati, who's flying, mm-hmm. at L.A. Galaxy, who will be fighting, and then home against Portland. It's it, yeah. it's going to come down. I don't know. I mean, they could lose the next two. The Sounders win the next two, and we're right there. So what we're essentially saying, then, if I look here at the table, we're essentially saying, listen, top, Minnesota is on 44. I mean, it, they can still be caught, maybe, by the Sounders, maybe. Yeah, that's kind of eight points is kind of tough, I think. You're looking at LA, Portland, Salt Lake. I mean, Minnesota's lost two in a row. If they win, Minnesota's three, kind of a soft team when it comes row, to this like, kind of stuff. Like we beat them be twice this year. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, for the neutrals, I mean, decision day is going to be. I would love yeah. to if we could play Minnesota the rest of the year. That'd be great. Yeah, not, yeah. <laughs> and so, what what is before we go here? What is the Sounders' toughest remaining game? So, Austin at home, Vancouver away, Cincinnati at home. Our good friend Pat Noonan, Kansas away going to be tough, and then San Jose at home. I mean. I, I mean, it's either Austin or at Kansas City. I don't think he's, I think this is a 
decent schedule, to be honest. I know. Yeah. You don't see LAFC, you don't see Philly. In the first 15 minutes, we'll know yeah. their mood in this game of yeah. how, how they're going to dictate this season, the, the remaining five games. Yeah. We'll know. Yeah. Right? It's either you're flying or you're not. And Ending and beating San Jose to make it to the playoffs will be satisfying because our loss to them oh at San Jose was the worst game of the year. That was the one right, was it what, around Champions League time? Something yeah. Like that? Up 3-1. Yeah. Three, three, oh, up 3-1. One. One. That was the worst game of the year. <laughs> and our broadcast was out of sync I for the remember. first like five minutes. Yes, I remember. Brutal. Uh, it was just brutal. <laughs> wow. All right, Sounders at home to Austin, trying to make it two wins on the bounce. What a fantastic result this past weekend. Freddie Montero, Nuhu, powering the team to victory. Hopefully, more inspirational performances from the boys this weekend as they face Austin, 5 p.m., 4.30 in the pregame, Fox 13 Plus will all be on there. And we'll be back next week when we're previewing Sam's going to Vancouver. Yes. Where we, we were going. We're going to Canada. We will be in Canada. We'll be on site in Canada. That's, that's the exciting one. All right. As always, thanks for listening. Like, comment, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. And go Sounders. Big one coming up. <laughs>